Hi, my name is Clayton Dozier, and this is Not The Expert. I've been a side hustler for years now, but do you know what? I've never actually made it full time. But when I look around out there, I see so many people killing it with courses and coaching, and I see the next big industry. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna bring you the people who are the expert to help you go from course creator to having a successful business. Welcome back to Not The Expert. I'm your host, Clayton Dozier. And in this episode, we have Maya Arroya. She is an Instagram strategist that will help you magnetize your target audience to your course or program and turn them into leads so that way you can convert them into paying clients. Hey, May, how's it going? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So you are a social media marketer, specifically uh, specializing in Instagram, correct? Yes, yes. And uh, you help course creators uh, basically bring in clients, like more clients, right? Have more visibility yes, on. that's true. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your journey so far. Like what caused you to get into to marketing and into social media specifically? Yeah, so I started as a web developer. So I designed websites and I noticed that not a lot of people visit websites. <laughs> so how would I help my clients um, get more clients? And that's how I learned about social media marketing. And from there, it just went you know, uphill. I realized marketing is such an entire new level. There's so many branches to marketing and it's not just um, driving people to websites anymore. And it's, you know, it's fast paced with everything online is fast paced. Everything changes in, you know, the algorithm and everything changes in the snap. So I just decided to just focus on marketing afterwards. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So was there like an initial uh, experience that you have, like when you first like dipped your toe into marketing or that you can think of like a, like what was kind of the moment, like when you first jumped in? I actually was trying to avoid sales. <laughs> marketing comes with sales. Um, I'm not confident with selling before. And when I opened myself to social media marketing, particularly, um, you know, I'm not really before because I've been doing this since 2018. Um, there really isn't much to, you know, uh, most people do hard selling around that time. And I'm not really comfortable with hard selling. So with my client, because I have a client that time, that's why we decided to um, do social media we were trying to find a way not to hard sell um, their business or their product too much. And that's how, you know, um, that's how I first learned about different branches of marketing. It's not just about just hard selling. There's also permission marketing, you know, um, content marketing also is part of it. But yeah, that's how I first, I, I was introduced to marketing. I like it. So right now you are focusing on Instagram. What, what do you kind of see going on in the world of Instagram right now? How do you, how do you feel about it? Are you, are you feeling, I'm assuming you're pretty positive if that's where you're focusing, correct? Yes, yes. I find it easier to grow 
um, on Instagram, especially Instagram is pushing reels or videos a lot. So I see significant growth on the channels or the brands that I handle if they started using reels and videos. That's why it's really interesting um, how, you know, um, I'm not sure if you've been seeing like um, algorithm is not our friend, <laughs> but you can play the algorithm, you can play the game and it's really easy once you get the hang of it. That's why, yes, I really find Instagram marketing uh, interesting. So can you give us some tips on how to play the algorithm then? So you know how most of the businesses I noticed, they're just talking about the products or the service they're selling. But that's not how you get seen. Usually you need to post something neutral for you to get seen. Because, you know, not everybody wants to see um, just your products, just your services, um, you know. So the algorithm, Instagram shows you more of what you interact to. For example, can I uh, drop names, <laughs> brand uh, names? Sure. Okay, uh, I'm just going to drop the big ones. For example, Nike. Nike have been, um, you know, they're with uh, posting sports, people, athletes, and, um, you know, just um, people who are just doing it based from their brand and you know if you're a fitness enthusiast and you like more of that similar stuff instagram will keep showing you that stuff but but this is already a big brand you know so it's easier to get seen but if you're a new brand and you're just posting all about your shoes all about your athletic clothes and whatnot and you're not really known but you're not posting about the emotions that your brand will bring to other people something neutral that you know instagram will not show your content to people who are subscribed to that um trend you know so that's how you get seen you need to post something that your audience are interacting with that your target audience are interacting with so you get a higher chance to be seen. Okay, so you kind of want some like emotional appeal kind of what it sounds like in your... Yes. Okay, okay. So um, other than Reels, is there anything, let's kind of pick your brain a little bit, is there anything like that you feel is like a kind of a go-to that you really need to be doing on Instagram? Um, we do engagements also. So, you know, from just the keyword social, you need to be social on social media. Um, don't just interact with people who are interacting on your platform. You also need to get out and talk to other, you know, other people interacting on other um, accounts. <laughs> so you really have to be social so that, you know, you have a higher chance to be seen. Okay. So kind of be a little bit of a social butterfly, get out there and Yes. Be social on social media. <laughs> what a thought. Um, so as far as like, when you go out and engage with people, I know a lot of people talk about like, you know, using like uh, comments that have at least like four words or anything. How do you, how do you feel about that? Like, is that something that I can subscribe to or is it more of just kind of go on authentically interact and however it comes out is how it comes out. Would you? Yes. 
because you know a lot of people are also doing that engagement strategy um but they're not really interacting authentically like um for example us <laughs> i started interacting with your content um genuinely you know not to sell anything <laughs> but just because we have something in common we're both part of project next and so i just hey i know this person we're doing the same you know we're, we went through the same course and i just want to support you authentically so i did interact and it's not just because people i noticed um some of the people are just using emojis to comment <laughs> like three emojis of the same kind you know and they feel that will help them get traction but that's the thing people are already so many people are already doing that so you need to be different by what i usually do or what i tell my team to do is based from the content that's posted extract something from that and comment based on your personal um you know opinion or you know you can just agree or disagree even <laughs> and that's how you genuinely interact with people so the four comments thing i think but i'm not 100 sure but i think instagram is marking the people who are just commenting emojis and just the generic ones this some people just copy paste comments. I used to do that. That's why I know. But I think Instagram is um, noticing because they have this bot or AI thing. Um, they're limiting th those kinds of comments already. And they're very strict when, you know, marking you as a spam or as a bot. So, you know, there's a chance that you'll get Instagram jail. We call it Instagram jail. I'm not really sure, but you get like, 24 hours that you cannot comment something like that so the instagram is very strict lately with you know interacting with other brands because i thought so that's how you engage genuinely <laughs> and how do you feel about like responding to comments and stuff that other pe people have left on other people's content like if somebody like left a comment on one of my posts how would you feel about like you coming along and post commenting on it so let's try like should you stay away from that? Is that something you like that's okay to do? Like, depends. I mean, if I resonate with that comment, I can comment, but I usually, because it takes a lot of time, <laughs> it takes time to engage on social media too. But so, you know, I just want to engage with my audience as well, you know, um, since Instagram is basically helping you build your own community. So you only interact with those that matter and just, you know, tune out the noise of others. So if I resonate with a comment on your account, so I can comment on that. But if I don't, I don't have to. Okay. And as far as engaging with the people that follow you, like how often do you do engage in that? Do you do like every day or is it something like every so often you just kind of go through like how, like, like what I mean, I guess a better question is like, do you go to people who follow you? Do you go there to their accounts, like interact with stuff on their accounts or do you just interact with the stuff they leave on your account? I do. I actually interact with my followers and those that I also follow. And I also interact with people who are interacting with me. <laughs> and I also interact with, um, you know, with marketing, market research. Um, there's a thing called competitor analysis, you know, so I interact with similar brands and in similar industries, um, the same audience with there, but 
right now, actually, honestly, my own account is very silent. So I'm just focusing on my clients, um, growing my client's account. That's why I don't have time to focus on mine, but I should, <laughs> I should be doing that. But yes, there's so many ways to interact and, you know, just, but okay, the keyword here is authentic or genuine. You really have to, not just for the quantity of comments you're doing, but it has to be quality. Yeah, I get that. Um, and then what about like hashtags, right? There's a lot of debates on, out there. I know like the endless debates of hashtags, like how many to use and how many you know posts should there be in, in a hashtag? Like she use big ones, she should not use big ones. Yes, so we do that too. <laughs> we have we call some we have something we call um, the hashtag vault. So this is one of the um, things that I give my clients. So we create a hashtag vault for them. Right now there is a debate if you're going to use thirty or just three or just ten hashtags. So we actually mix and match. Sometimes we use thirty. Sometimes we just use um, three or ten. Um, but yes, we do check the size of the hashtag if it's, um, we call it viral, if it's over a million people using that. So there's less chance to be seen, but you also don't want to use hashtags that are just very small, like only 10 people are using that hashtag. So since 10 people are only using that, you really won't be seen as well. <laughs> so you really have to, you know, um, there is a strategy around it. You have to mix and match the sizes of the hashtags to use and the numbers of hashtags to use. Okay. So have you, like, just from observing from uh, posts and stuff you made where you mixed, where, not we mix and match, but where you're alternating the number of posts, have you seen that maybe there's, like, more consistent engagement on a certain number of, of hashtags or not? Or is it kind of up in the air oh. a little bit? You can actually see that on Instagram Insights if you are using a business account. Yes. So you can check how much people, wait, I, is it how much, but how many people, okay, sorry, how many people visited your post um, based from the hashtag, based from the main page, based from recommendation from similar content, something like that. So you can, you know, you can check where they are coming from. Whenever I do Instagram posts, we're actually just there to test something, <laughs> if it's working or if it's not. So that's how I use my um, Instagram. But yeah, so we do mix and match things. We, we don't post as often, but regarding the engagement, it's actually, so we also have another strategy is before posting, we interact with, my target audience. And after posting, we also interact with my ideal clients, something like that. So there's a, an, an entire strategy, strategy around it, but sometimes we just schedule the post. So there's not a lot of interaction. So sure. you really have to be active to be seen, even though I have a few follower, followers already. If I am not interacting with them, Instagram will not show my post. To them, that makes so sense. that's one thing. Right, you're gonna rate higher in, in the in the algorithm if you are actually engaging back and forth because they're gonna the algorithm's yes. gonna assume that they want to see what you have to say. Yes, yes. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so it sounds kind of like your your Instagram is sort of your laboratory. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's my beta uh, stage. <laughs> so I experiment on Instagram. So for example, I do a two-week post. It's because I needed to see um, a strategy. <laughs> I don't want to test it on my client's account. <laughs> so I test it on mine. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So it's kind of like your, your sandbox Instagram. Yes. <laughs> we already kind of shared it. The, one of your strategies with us, we're talking about engaging before a post, post, then engage after. So is there like a frequency that you find works like the best for, for posting? Like how, how frequently do you, do you think posting should be done? Oh, it actually depends on your audience. So you really need to know who your audience are audience is <laughs> but yes so it depends on what time they are on instagram when they are also interacting on instagram so it really varies and that's the thing so instagram again instagram is a social media platform so instagram wants people to be social instagram will push your content to people if Instagram sees that the people or the audience wants to see your content. So, for example, with videos, it's very obvious because um, when someone is crawling, they will stop to watch the video. So the algorithm or yeah, I think, yeah, the algorithm will see that, hey, someone stopped at this video for this much time, three seconds, 11 seconds. And so they will like show your post to someone similar audience you know that's why people sh uh, use long captions <laughs> oh, okay so that people will stop to read it <laughs> and it's actually a factor for the ai the algorithm so you know there really is no best time to post best time to engage um, it really depends on the audience if they are engaging or, you know, um, yeah, if they interact with your post. So that's the best time. Okay. So it's a little, do a little bit of experimenting and figure out what yes. it is that they're, that your people are going to be active. Okay. Yes. I like that. So how do you, how do you go about converting people from Instagram to say like your opt-in or, or to your offer or anything like that? Is there a process you have for, for launches? We do. So for example, before the actual launch, we really need to know, you know, we really need to have a defined launch date. Um, so before the actual launch, there needs to be a buildup. You need to get people excited about the launch. And we usually do it like four to two. Um, ideally, it should be four weeks or a month. But, you know, some clients um, do it rushed, <laughs> last minute thing. So we just do two weeks. It still, you know, it still works. The two weeks before the launch, you talk about, um, you talk about the pain points of your target audience or your ideal clients and then that's how you get them to you know interact with your post that's how you get them to subscribe to you follow you and just you know wait for more of you and ideally four weeks yes as i mentioned um to build up 
and then start the launch for the next one to two weeks. Talk about just your product and, you know, not just on your feed, but also, you know, spread across stories, um, reels, videos, um, and, you know, you also comment again with similar audience or similar industry. So that's how you launch. <laughs> okay, I like it. And is there a place where people can go and like find more of you, May? Oh, <laughs> okay. So I'm more of hidden, but okay, this May, um, we are really for for this the next half of 2022, we're gearing towards more visibility for myself because um, my team is growing. <laughs> So we have more, you know, we have more time to get more clients. I mean, take in more clients. And yeah, to, to do that, I need to be also visible. <laughs> you know, I need to apply the strategies that I do for my clients, for myself as well, to be seen sure. and to be able to take, take in more clients for my growing team. So um, my design dev <laughs> on Instagram. Awesome. Great. And then. So did you have any um, closing thoughts, comments, anything for the listeners? Um, I'm actually, I think I've said everything already, but yes, again, you need to be social on social media and that's how it works. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, May, for being on. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. Thank you again, Clayton, for the invite.